Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is a comedian, a lover of guinea pigs, and intermittent dog walker and child care provider, David Rosie Rosenberg. Always great to have you with us. Welcome. Hi, how are things? I miss guinea pigs so much. (laughs) You know, we've been talking a lot about family situations, and i got to say, you know, you you were saying how blessed you were to uh, come into a marriage uh, where where the kids were were past diaper age. Yes, that's true. That gets you that much closer to college when, you know, you and the wife feeling like empty nesters, let's get some guineas. Oh, man. No, the deal is we have a three-part deal. Uh, with the wife that I either get a job or sell something. I make $60 the price of two guinea pigs on DraftKings, but I only pet, I only bet five cents a game on a football game, so I'll never get there. Or I get a vasectomy. So I guess I'm getting a vasectomy. Hey, I really don't want a vasectomy. I've never had pain in my balls. I don't want pain in my balls. It only lasts for a day. Did you get one? No, my buddy did. He told me it doesn't last very long. It's not, that pain don't last that long. Oh, I still don't want it. Can I just be on Norco for the whole well, it day? Be, it could be worse. <laughs> you, know, you could be, you know, going to uh, Trinidad, Colorado, where they remove your balls. What? Since when? Yeah. Well, you can go there. It's, it's the a, city motto. It's the, uh, <laughs> what? What? Is, this isn't legal. It, it is. It is next next to next to the folks who uh, booked the tourist trip to uh, the capital on January sixth. Worst. Civic Tourism Bureau ever. Come to Trinidad, Colorado. We'll cut off your balls. Well, that's actually a, that's the sex change capital of the world. It's the sex change capital? Yeah. Trinidad, what? Is there like a bunch of like uh, um, clinics there? Yeah, there are a lot of doctors there. Guys were going to this one doctor was really good. He It was a big article in the LA Times and in the Rocky Post. Mountain High. Oh, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a punishment thing. <laughs> no, no, no. They would actually, um, yeah, guys wanted to go Man, there. And uh, let me be, tell you, the HOA rules in Trinidad, yeah. Colorado. Let me check your nuts. Oh, you still have crazy. nuts? Get out of here. <laughs> and we found one, Bob. This cut is, your damn law. This is like the weirdest Stephen King movie ever. It's like it's like Children of the Corn, but even more disturbing. I don't want to go there at all. I'm, gonna, I'm not going anywhere in Colorado. This guy went from a dentist to, to, to removing balls. Uh, what? Yeah, he was a dentist. And from, the guy from, beca- from filling cavities to building them? Yeah, yeah. That is not legal. You're not even a doctor when you're a dentist. His buddy asked him, could he ever, could he do it? And he, he went and took the classes and learned how to what do it. What class? You have to get a whole new degree. Of yeah, he did it. Whole. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with fucking First cavities? guy he worked on dude was a Navy SEAL named Henry. Turned him into Henrietta. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. But I just—it sounded like it was—it was like I was going to get dragged there. And uh, no. you know, there are more barbaric things. You know, and obviously, this—you know—it's—I'm—I'm uh, I'm woke now, so I—I I, I understand. You know, there are people they—they they don't identify with their birth gender, so they have to change things. I think there are more barbaric things happening. Plastic surgeons in Beverly Hills. No, you know, look, I mean, that's like the thing. Botox. Again, if you want it done, great. I don't want it done. Well, I don't want to lose my balls. I still want balls. Apparently, I just have to have them snipped, so I'm just shooting sperm into my... I don't know what happens. <laughs> but that's that's the deal. But we're just changing insurance again, so I have another excuse. I'm like, I can't really do it. Well, who knows what our insurance is for the next month, so... Mm. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, hopefully, mm. hopefully things work out. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Hope, yeah. hope you get to you know, keep your nuts and get some guineas. And actually, that's you know, as most sex therapists will say, that's a good conversation to have. Most guys don't have conversations with their wives about their balls and getting snipped. They don't. They we don't do it all that. the time. You do? You guys talk about it all the time? Yeah, because my wife wants me to get a. It's not my choice. My wife wants me to get a vasectomy. Yeah. So when I have like monthly worries of birthing I, I, out a weird like over medicated baby with. Uh, finger dysmorphia. Well, not dysmorphia. <laughs> it was only a couple of flipper babies. <laughs> she, my 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 wife and stepdaughter. They're they're born with bilateral syndactyly, which means some fingers are fused. And oh wow! One's yeah. a little funky. Um, you wouldn't really know. You'd have to look close, but it just results in a whole bunch of surgeries. But like, we could potentially have a kid who has that and all of my mental disorders. Right. Yeah. And I'm 43. Who knows what I'm going to make now? Oh, yeah. No, I figure with all the chemicals I've put into my body yeah. over the years. Yeah. And like, yours are uh, illegal ones. Mine are the legal ones that they well, tell yeah. you this. Legal in some kids. states. Especially when they tell you if you eat a hot dog, it'll take 36 minutes off your I life. Dude, I just so. heard that. <laughs> I, You know, and it's funny because... I've been Apparently, I've been dead for like seven years now. I ate a lot of hot Oh, mazel tov. You're looking great. Thanks. You're and looking wonderful for, for yeah. seven years past. Uh, that's just because he's worried about getting a vasectomy. I am very worried about getting <laughs> vasectomy you know honestly like it, and it's not really like oh i should eat healthier it's for me i think you know even when i was living in chicago which you know known for the hot dogs it's i there were just so many better options yeah. like you know chicago it's like yeah we got great hot dogs but if you can get like a euro or an italian beef and sausage that's combo awesome. that, that, that's just as bad oh absolutely but nobody's doing studies on <laughs> how much time that's taking off, off your life sausage. it's like i have a personal belief if i never read the surgeon general's warning on the side of the pack of cigarettes or if i only get the ones that say you shouldn't smoke when you're pregnant those are cigarettes that are fine for me oh my god <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> uh, look, not a virtue, but still blissful. Hopefully, you'll make it long enough they can just regrow you a lung in a in a in a. In a That's kind of what I'm counting on. Yeah, yeah. just spray on lungs. Spray you know, on lungs. just uh, yeah, just uh, well, they they're, they're doing it. I mean, they can make you an ear. They can, they can make you an ear. Yeah, yeah, they made a 3D ear. But, you know. I mean, you'd have to get a pretty big mouse to grow some lungs on its back. That's true. That'd be pretty sad for that mouse. That poor little mouse has to wander around just, with human lungs on it. Yeah, and then, well, and then just, you get they, lungs that are covered in wood shavings. They just did mouse 3D pee. beef. They, they just did. I, I didn't know that was open yet. What is, I, I thought open? it was like uh, a big three, Christmas three, release. No, 3D beef. They just did it. They just did made yeah, beef. Yeah, yeah, I figure that's, uh, that's eventuality. Mm, yeah. We we live in amazing times. Yes, we do. Well, Rosie, thank you for for being here with us, Welcome. and uh, in, in fine tradition, getting us off the rails already. Sorry. So, no, no, no apology. That is, it is by design. So it's 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 nice. It's nice to be off the path. And I mean, look, the eventually beaten, I'll get. A, remember the beaten path too. Yeah. Eventually, someday I'll get uh, guinea pigs, and that's all we'll talk about because mm. you'll want to talk about my guinea pigs with me a lot. Oh, sure. we'll, we'll do pictures and yeah, yeah pictures we'll like my goonies. That'll be like the bonus material for for the listeners. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. As always, we are also joined by comedian, scholar, and the Black Voice of Reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. It's uh, it's always good to. Uh, be out with the old rose and hey you know the brothers don't ever really talk about vasectomies or anything like that but you know whenever they feel that they find out that a guy is gay you hear a distinct sound all of them their assholes are all tightening up all of them some guy came through the lounge the other day 
And they just said, you know, he's gay. I said, dude, calm down. Nobody wants, they think everybody wants to bang him in the ass. See, but that's, you know, I mean, not not to go all Pollyanna, you know, but if if you want to find the positive, at least they have, I would say maybe even too healthy, but healthy senses of self-esteem. Yeah. You know, because they they obviously think, well, someone someone who fucks that means they're gonna want me. <laughs> there, I was gonna show you. There's someone posted a funny meme of like the guy who who's like, well, I don't care if you're gay as long as you don't hit on me, and it's a picture of this dog that looks like it's a dog mixed with a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen many gay guys do that joke of like. Don't worry, no one's hitting on you. You're, <laughs> you're gross, Grandpa. Uh, and you know, you know, Ron Jeremy got uh, he got yeah, hit with a not whole a, bunch not of charges. Yeah, man, hey, can you imagine? Wow, yeah. he seemed like such an upstanding citizen. <laughs> Dude, I used to see that guy with a steady stream of what looked like like lost runaway sixteen-year-old girls. At I don't know how old they were, but they looked young at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Oh yeah, steady I mean, stream at the Rainbow. Uh, used to used to see him at the Dragonfly every once in a while. Where's the Dragonfly that was uh, it's on Santa Monica, um, not too far from the Theater Row down okay, there. It's okay. just a little further east. He also uh, smelled horrible, like he never showered. But uh, well, I saw him a lot when I was working at the Playboy Mansion. He right. was always at the parties, and he would shower for those. Oh, that's I nice. guess because yeah. he knew you know he, the, he knew them. the competition. But I got you know I got to say because there there is a lot of stuff that like still skeevy. But when I like you know, and it's not like I was fresh off the turnip truck when I moved to LA. You know, I'm from Chicago. I, I I'm a man yeah. of the world, yeah. uh, yeah. especially say. in turnips. But like coming to LA. And and working at the Playboy Mansion and like immersing myself in that world, it just it prepared me for a lot of <laughs> life in LA. I can imagine. You know, it was just sort of that microcosm of like and it was it was sort of like the, the polio vaccine, like, you know, it's like, oh, you get a little bit in you and now it can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were I, you know, it was it was one of those things because I was at the Playboy Mansion when Hef had the seven girlfriends, right? Oh and so it's like Okay, you know, I understand the allure of fame, right? right? But it is still like a dude who's old enough to be like my grandfather dating seven twenty one girls who I think are too young for me to be dating. Whatever, man. LA. And you get used to that and it's like, okay, business as usual. And then like you get like the Midsummer Nights party, which was one of the biggest parties of the year at the mansion. And then like the girlfriend's parents come in to oh meet half. Oh my god. And and you're just like, okay, now I'm like, it, it's like uh, you have achieved like the level of acceptance of this much creepy. Now let's see how you handle this. Oh, that's so weird. And so you're dating my daughter and six other chicks at the same time. All right, well, I, uh, that's great. I jerked right. off to your mag and. But but that's the thing. Like we were talking about how being like from the '90s, like even though. The, the idea of being woke today means a- accepting and encouraging sex workers. Right. You know, and you're like, but I was brought up when it was, I was told it was exploitative. Yeah. And like seeing the parents meeting Hef, kind of like it, it brought that realization and understanding like this is probably like way beyond the best of what they expected <laughs> from their daughters. So it, it, you know. So was he a modern day Epstein or no? No, he he. I mean, I don't think he ever like went for the underage. I mean, no, I think you know, well, they, I mean, I mean, some of them, they, I mean, know. they tried to get Bill. Remember the one girl? 
was said she was well, at the Playboy Mansion and she was underage and she yeah, messed with but Bill. But I think and, I think like yeah. you know the seventies because you know by the time I was there, you know, it wasn't like the crazy parties right, like there were in the seventies and, and like an people, HR there people and, were getting kicked out for using drugs rather than like why aren't you sharing those? You know, it's so different times. But no, I. I think the thing is, you know, and we we were talking about this with the, with the whole exploitation thing before. It's like there are definitely situations in in that world, you know, whether it's prostitution, pornography, whatever, where women are being exploited. Right. But there are also like a lot of women who this is what they do. This is what they want to be doing. I mean, like Ron and Jeremy, if you think about it, I mean. To, to think that he would actually be busted for rape. Like, dude, you did all these pornos. Why would rape ever be on yeah, your but, list? But then, I mean, it's, but then, like, the what, fact that Ron Jeremy is, is busted for rape is, is, is like, it, it's proof positive of the, the whole, it's, it's not sex, it's power, right? Well, yeah. But, right? Yeah, but, but I'm saying, I'm, I guess that because I'm looking at it from a logical deal. Dude, you, you've lived yeah. this life of, of porno. Why would you have to rape anybody when you're getting to free fuck yeah. all these chicks? And I, I but think, then it's just a power thing. It's just know, that you're forcing them. And you're, right. you're, you have the power over them. Yeah, and I'm, right? I you mean, know, like, I mean, I'm not that kind of doctor. But if I were, I would probably say it's it's about the dynamic of yes, you you get this for free at work all the time. So it's it's that well I want I want to have to work for it it's you know it's about yeah, but, the chase and the struggle and but you, but you, when you when, look when you and I'm not justifying I'm just no, trying no, no, to explain no no but when you when you go down that road now no justification you, now you're playing you know you're really you're playing with your life now because now you're getting ready to do time you went from the enjoyment of what every man thinks about or one young guy out there that you get to screw all these chicks to sit on your face to get all the blowjobs you're shooting. Here and there and everything, and now you go because you want power. But I you think it's you, it's the you, power thing also. It makes them feel like I'm, you know, it's it's uh, like the the Ron Jeremy's, the Harvey Weinstein's of the world. It's yeah. I have power and I am untouchable. The Donald Trumps, but you but know, I'm look saying, at honestly, the look, you know, and not to hey, wait, this is a political show because no, no, but no. Look no, at I, Donald Trump. The guy has been getting away with this shit for years, and whether it's like little legal workarounds, and yeah. so he but, feels that he's untouchable. But but it's it it's still and a lot of women also feel that way. Well, but the thing is, I mean, it's going to come down. But all those guys, it comes down to your behavior. And if your behavior is, I I want I want power, dude. I gave you everything, and then you now decided you get greedy. Now I got to put you away. Well, yeah, you you took your life. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, is that you have the life. But because you think, because in your insaneness, you feel that you need power now. Okay, well. You might as well just you know go past go and take your ass right on to jail because that's where you're going. He went from, like I said, screwing. What is that? How long has he been around? Since the seventies. Seventies, yeah. Okay, you've been fucking chicks since the seventies, free, just flat out free for all, and getting paid. Yeah. And that wasn't good enough for you. Yeah, but like, uh, I understand the whole power thing. What you're saying, I get that, but I, I, I just think that you know. How many? I always tell people how many jackasses are sitting in jail today. How many? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because of you know three. Yeah, one to screw it. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, you're sitting in jail because of you're in you know because I don't know you're insaneness, your greed, your you know because it, just being really fucking stupid. Well, but especially if you're already a power in a power situation, up until about four years ago, so, and still, how many of those guys don't? never thought they were going to get caught 
and they never would have. They never would have before, really, before Me Too hit. But it would have. All those people would have. Uh, I mean, Cosby but, made it to 80, 83 right. or whatever before he finally. Now he's free again. Well, he was. But you know what? From what they say, he should have never went to jail because that that lawyer had already cut. That oh, they deal. violated the deal. But yeah, he thought but, he was I mean, going to get away with it. You haven't. You have enough money. You're like I'm invincible. But he was. I mean. We didn't even know about it until, you know, I mean, it had been sitting there on Google for the longest, and no one really paid attention to it until Hannibal Burris and then right. Stern came out because Stern hates Cosby's guts, and <laughs> they really blew it and really blew it up and said, you know, fuck him. He talks about everybody, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, it's out there. Next thing you know, this guy's sitting in court, and all that shit came back. And with the help of social media, you know, that's why R. Kelly's ass is getting ready to, you know, uh, I mean, you actually had guys battling, like, debating on his. His uh, catalog, you well, know, his and song I, catalog. you know, on a on a similar note, I don't know if you guys saw, you know, and I, I use the word news very loosely in this sense, but I don't know if you saw the news this week about Kanye West doing one of his ridiculous album listening parties in Chicago at right. Soldier Field, uh-huh. and he he brought out Marilyn Manson and DaBaby uh, really? at the beginning, yeah, and it's like I I saw that. Marilyn Manson and the baby, the baby, the rap dude who oh, uh, went off on a, a homophobic tirade oh, uh, and just a lost few weeks ago, and like everyone's like, okay, well now you're not doing this festival, yeah. and now you're not doing. And this. then other people jumped in to defend him, and okay. um, and he's he's still going like you know, just basically you know well, I, I, trying I, I, to raise fears about AIDS and shit. But it's it's like yes, this is this is horrible, but I I was. Kind of like I read this story, and I'm like, well, I think maybe this is like a step up from when Kanye was hanging with Donald Trump. So, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, right maybe. now they're they're you know like you know, it's, um, and it's really driving the black community insane. Is little you know who Little Nas is? Yeah, Little Nas, little Nas X. X. Yeah, <laughs> he cracks me up, right? So, so everybody's yeah, out there. Yeah, so everybody, you know, I always tell you, you know, find out he's gay, and it's, assholes tighten up. So they're like, did you hear what they you know? You know, Boogie is saying this, and they're they're battling about little Nas, and this. Did you see what that fucker did with the devil and going down the pole and everything, and all the old guys are just losing their mind. All these old brothers and losing. And I said, I said, dude, he. I said, the fact that you've tied your life right. to this weird little twenty-two-year-old <laughs> dude who decided. I mean, which you got to give him credit. That's a hell of a hook to put a rap tune. To a damn country song, oh which, hell yeah, you know, and then I mean, and it went nuts, you know, like huge crossover on right. both the rap and country, and charts. it brought Billy Ray Cyrus mm-hmm. and that mullet back. So, so not his, everything he's doing is good, yeah. <laughs> and and actually, with his daughter being connected to all that, I mean, her, you know, so but it's like, and they and they were really bothered by Lil Nas, and I said, hey man, this, this Titus doesn't affect you, is it? No, everything well, starts with you. Deal with your shit. I just choose not to. I just look at him as a as a young kid that decided to, and it's not. It's there's a difference. I don't know if you guys knew. There's a difference between rap and hip hop. What he does oh, yeah. is rap. What the old school. Uh, uh, that's hip hop. It's funny. Yeah, I was actually yeah. having this conversation with uh, some other white people <laughs> not too long ago, and it, you know, it was like very aware of like uh, maybe not the most qualified to answer this, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I'm doing a Rachel Maddow thing. Uh, yeah. But the way I've always kind of looked at it is like rap is the actual like the the singing, you know, or reciting lyrics to the beat. Hip hop is the culture, yeah. and like my take on it is like when you saw the the predominance of hip hop coming out was 
when rap started going so mainstream that you had like the rapping granny and all that shit. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, you know, I mean, it, it, it's not good, but technically we can't say it's not rap. When, when but the thing Lamar, it definitely when, isn't, it's not hip hop. It's yeah. not part of the culture. This right. is just, this is Pat Boone singing Tutti Fruity for yeah. a new generation. When Macklemore actually won best, won best rap, when Macklemore won a Grammy for rap, that's when, you know, you know, black folks went fucking ballistic. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck did you hear that? And so, you know, it's not, it's not Ice Cube, and, and you know, it's like, and what are Ice you Cube's rapping? making like kids movies? What we're talking about, is music. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I know, but I don't think I don't think Ice Cube is rapping anymore. Yeah, but I'm saying at the time that Macklemore came out and he was doing rap, and or any of the guys, whether it be you know, they're not. That's not even considered. How did he go in and win right. that over well, those right. guys? Props, props to Chuck D for keeping it real this whole time. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he's not Absolutely. doing a kids movie. I mean, Ice T's uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, but if he decided to go and do rap, I mean, do hip hop again, I mean, he, he could do that. But like you said, he would be rapping about the culture. That the, 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 They call it mumble rap, what these guys are doing, because we don't understand it. We don't know what it is. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, see, mumbling. and a lot of it, like, yeah. for me, it's like, you know, because I grew up in the 80s 90s you know so right. and i mean definitely white suburban kids so wasn't you know right. i'm i'm not making any claims of I, no yeah no 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 thug life in my prospect you know yeah. uh <laughs> but when i was when i was working in college radio was when gangster rap was like really blowing yeah, up yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know we were getting some some cds from like indie labels that it's like you guys, you're just signing anybody now, right? <laughs> but the thing was, it was still talking about the culture and the life. Mm-hmm. And then sometime later, when I was working in the music industry, and it seemed like, not I'm not going to say most hip-hop lyrics, but most of the lyrics on the records that were topping the charts, it it came off more like a letter to your insurance guy, like mm-hmm. with your inventory of everything. You know, <laughs> right. it's it's like this is no longer about the struggle or the social conditions or, mm-hmm. or anything. It's all about, hey, look how rich I am. Now fuck mm-hmm. me. Hey, I mm-hmm. like horrors. I want a song that says that. Kind of what I listen to when I'm on my elliptical machine. Yeah. But, it's, you know, it's, I mean, I certainly don't see marriage as being in my future. I listen to uh, rap, I mean, rap, you know, hip-hop and, and um, old hip-hop, but I put in old, like the 90s hip-hop. Oh, okay. So it's it's going to be Tupac and and it's going to be uh, Biggie and Tribe. I raise my Tribe, kids. So, yeah. I try to raise uh, the kids on a, a steady diet of K Day back in the day. Uh-huh. But then I listen to the lyrics. I'm like, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard because you know, like I, I'm I'm a big DMX fan, and DMX will get you fired up. And he, yeah, you know, he's and give he it to said, you. yeah, yeah, X going to give it to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then when he does, you know. What these bitches want from a nigga? I mean, you can't. I mean, I can't. I couldn't, you know, play that around, folks. They'd be like, "What the fuck are you playing?" Yeah, I thought I was doing such a good service to my kids by not letting them listen to like the horrible music that they. This is such a dad thing, but like not listening to the horrible modern music they want to listen to, or like splitting it. Like, okay, we can listen to some Imagine Dragons, but then we're gonna listen to K Day. So you're, you know, you're. I thought I was gonna make good woke kids because they'll listen to K Day and NPR in the car with me. But they don't want to listen to NPR, and like '90s hip hop is like pretty rough. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like it's it's not all naughty by nature, ghetto bastard. It's a lot of misogyny and yeah. uh, ghetto bastard's my jam. That's my, that's my jam. <laughs> 
love that song. Good, good to know. It's, it, that is my that is my go to jam. I love that song. Is that karaoke? I can't do it. I don't well, have that flow you, like that. Yeah, you you could <laughs> let them listen to Parliament Funkadelic. I guess I could. Yeah, no, underwater, underwater boogie. Yeah, you, they, I guess I could do something like Parliament because it yeah. plus it has more musicality. Yeah, right? yeah. If you went, if you went, yeah, you you can do uh, uh, some good R and B. And uh, which they, in the eighties they had great R and B. Seventies they had great R and B. Nineties great R and B. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with any crooning. I can't, I can't. Sing. It's not crooning. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, New Jack. Parliament's not. No, Parliament's no, not Parliament's not definitely no, not crooning. That's punk. Like, no cameo. Don't oh, tell no. me to. I will yeah. not play. Uh, I will throw my phone out the window if you tell me to play Anita Baker. <laughs> oh. Well, she's not old enough for Anita Baker. Although I like Anita. I do not like Anita. My, my, like Anita, Anita Baker was big on my mom's playlist when I was in high school. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. No, okay. You, you, can play, you can play Luther. Mm. Really? You don't like. Man, what is wrong? But if, if, if it makes you feel better, I'm not. What are you, Michael Buble? Is that what you're saying? No, you're... I'm also. Uh, it, I, I don't like it in all its forms. Like, I'm Stevie a big. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Uh, yeah. Well, I used to. Well, I worked for his kid. Um, I, I, I am a. Uh, I can't deal with Joni Mitchell either. All that voice modulation. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Just sing one fucking note. Yeah. So. I'm a big folk so fan. So, cake? No, I hate cake. <laughs> Sing a song. Sing a song. What is? Why are you talking? You're like the cake. Cake is this like '90s white guy band, and they 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 they'd say all their lyrics. It's like when and you did plays, and they cast a guy who can't sing in the lead role, and he has to like sing song is all his uh his songs or say song all. You do stand out by that? No. Well, hey, before before too much of the show gets beneath you us, do some politics. Uh, well, yeah. First, I I just like to point out that uh, me, yeah. I'm I'm Doctor David, David Robinson. Doctor David Robinson. This is Doctor David Robinson. Ostensibly, I I very well could be the host yeah, of this, but I am dead. Oh no! Again, this is this is what we do here. Okay. I'm fine with this. And uh, oh, hey, just under the half hour mark, uh, so still getting my intros in in time, but. Uh, Dr. David Robinson, I'm your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, which could be COVID-related, could be terrorists from ISIS-K. We will find out potentially within the coming years. But for now, let us take a quick break for a message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the (laughs) toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants, available now in Delta Variant everywhere. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. (laughs) Well, it is the 35th Saturday of the year and being the 28th of August, that also means it is National Bowtie Day, National Red Wine Day, and National Thoughtful Day. So strap on your bow tie, drink a few bottles of red, and just think about what you've done. Just think about it. (laughs) (laughs) On a a slightly more serious note, uh, today is also the anniversary of the Martin Luther King uh, I Had a Dream speech uh, during the march on Washington for jobs and freedom. And there there are a lot of marches going on around the country today. So awesome. Somewhat ironic, uh, there there was a march scheduled for Houston. And considering that Texas, uh, <laughs> the Texas has, House passed uh, their, their voter suppression bill, and it's well on its way to becoming a law. The, uh, the the march on Houston was canceled because of COVID. <laughs> was it? I thought it be canceled yeah, because but, of the hurricane. Uh, no, it's. I think they're they're like far enough west that right. uh, they would still be able to get it in, get the march in before any adverse weather. But uh, no, and and you know, props to the organizers of the march because they're the ones who canceled it. Because when I first heard it was canceled for COVID. My first thought was like, oh, like the state that wants everyone to get COVID is is canceling this? <laughs> like, it, is that maybe suppressing free speech or trying to, right. oh, we're not stealing elections and suppressing the votes of minorities. We're we're looking out for you. We're the Republicans. We're the good guys. Uh, but no, it, it turns out like they're. They're idiots who think that nobody sees their fuckery going on, but they're they're at least not that bad. I don't know. I mean, I saw. I was actually thinking about this right when I was driving over. Sorry, I'll put it in front of me. I was thinking about it when I was driving over, and I was like, uh, I don't know if those. I mean, marches at this point. Maybe I've just bought into the hype too much, but it seems like we're so polarized and set in stone. I don't know. I I don't see the 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 Texas legislature being like. 40,000 people marched, maybe we shouldn't restrict black people voting after all, right? I, I, I just don't see it No, I think that the Texas legislature is more to 40,000 people marched. Did we get their names? Can yeah. we knock them off the voting rolls? Yeah, like I don't, you can do that march. It's it's not going to push any Republicans over to vote for uh, the, what is it, the HR1 bill, right, to protect voting rights. Right, well, but that's, you know. I, I, I don't think anyone's expecting anyone from Texas in, in the national legislature to, to I just, I just support don't. that. I mean, maybe some Democrats in the House, you know. But, yeah, no, I mean, I I agree that, you know, and you, you look at the debate that you made it to the news this week where uh, the Republicans in, in the state legislature were more offended that they were being called racists. Uh, and, and it was funny because they weren't being called racists. Uh, it, you know, just uh, one of the one of the state reps like pointed out that, you know, I mean, there there are a lot of words, I suppose, that you could use for someone uh, or, or for passing laws that will restrict uh, the votes specifically yeah, of people? people from minorities. Right. Um, one of those words might be racist. <laughs> and well, uh, well, ma'am, my, my, my honor has been besmirched. Why are you calling me a racist? It's like, no, no one, no one said you were a racist, but 
you know, I hate to go all Jeff Foxworthy on you, you know, but you speak if the it, language of your target audience. If everything you're doing is, is a little bit racist and, yeah, and I, you're trying to suppress the votes of black and brown people, well, you might be a racist. I mean, they, they, in between it, it, between a not, there being no fraud, right? That all this, no, this, this, no fraud. I mean, except, you know, sporadically on the Republican yeah, side. Yeah, but no, like, no it, widespread this, this, no uh, a reaction to something that is a total fallacy and then there's so many times where they were like we need to do this to increase republican votes like saying those effectively those words it's still going to go through yeah yeah because well, I mean, honestly I, they don't give a fuck about the people it's no, it's, no. it's the whole you know well they, it came they know to, what we're doing you you plebeians just sit down and shut up uh well, yeah, they, they you're not you're not point. famous what do you know once they once you know, Trump lost. You know, it, yeah. Once Trump <laughs> lost, has, uh, has anyone told him? <laughs> I, I really, they really went around the horn and they started finding out that if we don't start trying to slow this shit down yeah. and really cut it off, we're going to lose. And even Trump told them, he said, "You know, if Democrats start voting on a regular basis, Republicans will never win again." And he said it. He said, told them right, told everybody. And they're like, really? Now, his people who follow him didn't give a shit, but everybody that was in, you know, in legislation, uh, they Yeah, but they, the, they, the they people can. who follow him are, are eating horse dewormer. Oh yeah. On on uh, toast with jam. So yeah. Right. You know, and and I I do want to talk about the the COVID stuff and and uh, the big Ivermectin challenge craze uh, that's been <laughs> popping up online this week. But first, want to point out that we are 222 days into the Biden administration. And as of today, we've got 636,491 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 38 million. 745,199 confirmed cases with about 203.5 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 172.6 million of them fully vaccinated including three in this very room yeah i gotta get my we, sec i gotta yeah, get my we were talking about soon. our boosters i'm i'm very excited because uh there's there's finally like news about um the the johnson and johnson vaccine and efficacy and and like well, when I, you should get a booster because i got that and it's it seems like all the news is always about the uh the pfizer and yeah, moderna well i i sat uh with some guys um one of them's an actor and he his friend said man just lie about it because he had to go he had, he had got this gig he was he you know got through the audition they picked him and when he walked in they asked him are you vaccinated now i told him uh a while back i said hey man Hollywood is going to give in and they're going to tell you that if you don't get vaccinated, you're not working. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, I had, I was speaking of you. I said, Hey, I said, he gets, I have a buddy of mine. He's getting tested two to three times. I don't know on a regular basis. And I've got he's, two and, tests and, next week for said, a fitting and a work day. And I said, and he's vaccinated. I said, here you are well-known actor and you don't. And so he had to go in and tell him when they asked him, are you vaccinated? He said, no. And he couldn't get the job. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the set. Go get vaccinated. I know. The set no. that I worked on this week was one of the productions that it's it's mandatory vaccination or, you know, your like actual religious or health exemption. Right. So what they did to him, but the, but the thing was, now, so here they're having this debate. 
And the guy, one of the guys said, it took for him, well, I got vaccinated. He said, but I, I feel you, man, because, you know, man, I don't, you know, uh, uh, I wanted to, I was waiting to see how things are going. And then, you know, so I didn't have another guy sitting across. He's saying, well, I know this stuff, Ship. I mean, this is what I work in. And so I'm, I'm letting you know, uh, uh, it's not about being FDA approved. All they, it's already, it's already, once it's emergency approved. You, you hear that? Yeah. That's the goalpost moving. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's already emergency. Once they give it, it's not. It's pretty much done. You don't have to. I said, but I wasn't talking about that. I'm talking about the anti-vaxxers who are who were first saying they said, hey, it had to be FDA approved before we would get it done. Well, now it's been FDA approved. You still aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. And I said, for all you guys that are waiting around, how much death do you need? Okay. We, well, they're their own, basically. Yeah. So, well, that's that's the thing. It's like you know, you. you I wanna, don't want you nobody wanna, telling me I what want, I need to do. Yeah, care. you want to pull that shit, and and you get COVID, you spread it on set. That means that production shuts down. Everybody, cast, crew, fucking even office people, everybody is that on work? that. So yeah, production so is out of work for two weeks. And they do shit, they, you know, they can very easily contact trace, right. you know, and, and if it comes down to it, okay, everybody, you said you're vaccinated, let's see your proof. Like with uh, two shows that I've worked on in the past couple weeks, like when you go in for your, your COVID test for the job, you have to show your proof of vaccination. And if you don't have it, you're not working. Well, hey, look at it this way. If you don't have a driver's license, you're not getting behind the wheel. If you do... And you and fuck up, I, you're I, gonna I get just, caught. I, I just, you, you, you wait. I'm yeah, telling you, people are idiots. Rose, I'm telling you, <laughs> you don't want to have that come because they were not making sense. You know, man. You know, it's about you know, I just being in control, and I don't know, and I don't but, want nobody but, to tell. Me. And so, and then it says, then you know what they said? You're gonna love this. You know, bro, just pray about it. <laughs> just pray about it, bro. And everything. I'm sitting there going, really? This, this, this. I said, now mind you, dude had already said all these people died in his family. I said, but yet you're telling him to pray about it. No. Well, I mean, you know, you, you know it's up to you, man. Said, no. Okay. You guys, I mean, they're trying to get you to understand what humanity is. And getting you to do the humane thing is that this virus will spread and it kills people. What else do you need? Well, if there's a poisonous shot. You don't. I said, dude, you got people, like you said, taking horse dewormer yeah. de and going down and doing this. Or you had the, the idiot Trump told you to put ble- drink bleach or go and drink hydrochloroquine. I even got into an argument with somebody over that dumb shit. I said, I said, I said you know what? I had to keep. I said, you know what? I'm not going to have this conversation with you guys anymore. Either you do it or you don't. You don't have to worry about it. I'm getting it done. See, but here's the conversation I want to have with them. Uh oh. Because I I think you know it, as ridiculous as it is to, well, you know, this, yeah, sure, you know, doctors recommend it, and now it's been approved by the FDA, but I'm not, I'm not taking that. Some idiot online tells you to, to, you know, eat take, some horse to warm her, and you, but I'll take you're that. first yeah. in line. So you, you can't stop the stupid. So what I would like to do is encourage them not only to keep taking ivermectin, but keep taking so much <laughs> to prevent the libs from getting their hands on it, <laughs> and I would like to. I would like to recommend that, but I won't because that you know that's that's encouraging others to harm themselves, and and we don't do that. Just, but if you are going to go that route, 
you know, it's not enough to just take it, take enough for yourself to really own the libs. <laughs> give it your you have family. to take all of it to keep them from getting it. I, that's just, you I know, just think just one, think one too much on. of this. Just take the stupid. I mean, you guys, when, when you're not, when you're turning down work in the worst, hardest industry in the world, when no. you're losing work over that, oh man! Wait, wait. See, but it's it's, sister... it's about the injustice of of them having to do things to work. Like because up until them, and I'm not saying like all good actors are smart, uh, you know. <laughs> but I I've noticed uh, from from conversations, a lot of people who who are bad actors really not too bright so you know it's it's not like you've had to take acting classes to get where you are well my sister's friend uh, who's going in for she's going to be a nurse she says well i'm not taking that damn vaccine what and i was like hannah then she's not getting hired she's not gonna get hired i said they're not i said they fired 108 nurses in texas that that judge told them get vaccinated go to work don't get vaccinated you don't have a job how well, we did it before and there was no problem. No. And, I, and they don't understand the, the more people that do not get vaccinated, it builds on, it, it mutates. And yeah. it just yeah. floods. That's those, how we get the Delta variant the, and the Lambda the, uh, variant. ERs. There was, I mean, I'm not proud of it, but I had a lot of uh, schadenfreude. There was this nurse in Louisiana and she was very like vocal about not getting the, the vaccine. Dead. Mm-hmm. She's now dead from COVID. Twenty three. They just had a four year old in L.A. die of COVID. Well, like I mean that that that, but that four year didn't have the choice. That well, dumbass but, in in New Orleans. Well, maybe just, their parents. Yeah. Didn't get vaccinated and took it home to the kid. Yeah. Which wait are are you suggesting that they that committed murder that. that there may be like a greater good that you don't just get vaccinated to protect yourself, but to protect selfish. others around it you. Is, it is such Who the a fuck selfish. does that yeah. anymore? I'm not. I don't care about anyone around me. <laughs> patriotism, goddamn it, patriotism. Yeah, America. America is all about the strength of the one. Yeah, it's such extreme individualism. And we, and well, I mean, you know, America on one hand preaches individualism, but then on the other hand, they, they also talk about. Your fellow man. They talk about patriotism, never leaving your brother behind. Right. Okay, so how are you leaving? Aren't well, you, you know, leaving your brother behind? Uh, hey, as Jesus said, every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> that is the message of the Gospels. Fuck all y'all. I got mine. I think I read that. Or, yeah, that was. Uh, or, in, or in, you know, as, as lamentations. The old, I think uh, it's somewhere in there. As the old people used to say, you know, Judas kissed Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you know, you're talking about that nurse. Uh, there was a, another conservative talk show host, Jack Valentine. I never heard him. Phil, Phil Valentine. Phil Valentine. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I tune those guys out. But I, I think it's it's he amazing. Did, did he die? Died. Yeah. Died. Yeah. Uh, he was an anti-vaxer. Like used used his airwaves to to rant against the vaccine. A lot of them now are so. A lot of the conservative talk radio hosts. Have you know moved long past ho- uh, Trump and the election, and now they're before before Afghanistan happened. The their animating topic was uh, was the vaccine, and a lot of them th- it will be like, "I got vaccinated, but I'm standing strong against forced vaccinations." And it's just such such a, 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 a like a pandering to the least of their audience that that they they go on and on about it. It's so. I, you know what would be or, nice is is if we could uh, we could bring typhoid back <laughs> and just 
like make well, sure I mean, look, make sure it this, goes to the servers who work in said, like Republican restaurants and as and many people bars. have said, if this is how we're dealing with a mostly like compared to other diseases, if this is how we're dealing with a, a, a somewhat innocuous disease, we are fucked when like typhoid or the play, or real oh, yeah. plague comes back. Well, oh, we are we are know. screwed. If if there is a you either become a zombie or you become or you take this vaccine. Good half of America are going to be like, you can't make me take the vaccine, and then they become zombies. I, you know, I still and I, y- y'all know me. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> you're not. I, no, no, but I have been entertaining the thought that a lot of this is it's like a real estate grab. You know, it's kind of like Lex Luthor in the first Superman movie. <laughs> Gene Hackman wanted to nuke uh, California, so that would like increase all the the, the value of values. all the new coastal property in Arizona. <laughs> and and it's like, well, why why waste a nuke on that when you can just kill when off a like a big chunk of the the population, clear out the trailer parks? That's land that you can build on. I, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, you look at what's happening in Florida. And and Governor DeSantis is is like maybe not even despite all the the deaths and and the fact that the hospitals and the children's hospitals in Florida are overflowing and people with like legitimate emergency can't get in can't get in nope. because it it's all a bunch of ignorant I'm not taking the vax people and. And he wants, he's, Biden should follow my lead. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's a property grab. It's all a property grab. Uh, it's, I mean, there's more to it, but I definitely think, not necessarily that there's an aspect of the reasoning behind encouraging people not to get vaccinated, but you know that there are people, I would guess primarily on the right, the rich folks, the ones that everyone likes to complain about, who are, how do I capitalize on this? <laughs> you know, there was a story um, in the news this week about a lot of the people who had invested in uh, the military industry. Right. Over the past 20 years, uh, Afghanistan was like a, a guaranteed moneymaker yeah, yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. And now that Biden's pulling out, they're, they're freaking out because their stocks that, that have count, been yeah, consistently so. been going up is... You know, who knows? We got it. We're, we're going to need to start another war somewhere because my portfolio is at risk. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if thousands of brown people on the other side of the world die, even if they do take some of our guys with them. It's going to hurt my bottom line. Speaking of, uh, uh, this is a much more previous topic. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, so so we're back to nineties hip hop. We're First not back. To 90s jump hip-hop. around. Jump around. <laughs> We're not back. To, we're back to uh, the, the white person al- anthem. <laughs> Speaking of uh, waves of, of, yeah, of, of feminism, they just made you jump. Sorry, yeah, correction. Make, Chris Cross will make you jump. Speaking of uh, '90s feminism and waves of uh, waves of liberalism, Marion Williamson got taken to task on Twitter for talking about the downside of the pullout is that it's going to be horrific for women, right? And all these people are like you're endorsing Western imperialism uh, for the sake of women's rights. And I don't know. I was just, I was, I was very shocked by this. The, the, the right leaning pacifism that, that Trump embodied is, is very surprising to me because I feel like 10 years prior, those are the people who were all gung ho about going into Iraq. But now those just 
basic white dudes are all, uh, you know, no more wars. I like Trump because he does, he gets us out of foreign entanglements. Just a very ignorant isolationist outlook. Uh, and so well, I, honestly, I, I think like a big part of the motivation to for for Trump, like wanting to get out of Afghanistan, it's really it's twofold. A he gets he gets to be popular because right. he pulled us out of a war. And if you look at like my ride is here, uh, mm-hmm. that's all the time we have left <laughs> for Let's Be Trees. Um, no, but and and you'll notice much like his health plan, which is still two weeks yeah, away, it's still two weeks away. He made the deal with the Taliban right. to end the war, but he got out before actually having to deal yeah. with the and, messiness of of pulling us out. And he and he released all the like the worst yeah. bar- bargain to. It, it's like you know he just wanted to, much like the investigations into Biden. Like you don't need any investigations; you just need to announce them. Right. So it you know it doesn't matter that he makes a horrible Perception deal that reality. he deals with the Taliban. Instead of in like strictly with the Taliban, instead of including the the Afghan government. government, and so he makes like the worst deal possible, and you know I said this a, a few weeks ago uh, on the show, or maybe it was a couple. I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore. Time is a flat sure. circle. But uh, that if God forbid, and, and you know, not a religious guy here, but thank the universe that that Biden got into office. If Trump was still in office and we were pulling out of Afghanistan, and I have no reason to think that it wouldn't be worse under Trump. Like he the the man could fuck up a one car funeral. And I I think honestly, by this point, if Trump were still in office, he would he would have nuked Afghanistan. <laughs> Or it would have been like watching the old gong show where like, you know, JP Morgan and, and Jamie Farr are trying to keep Artie Johnson from actually hitting the gong. You know, it'd be <laughs> like all the generals, no, dude, keep the football away from him. But, you know, he's he's doing this whole spiel now, like, well, yeah, sure, I, I made the deal, but I it would have it wouldn't have gone like this under me. And you know, bullshit, first of all. But second of all, it, it's a hypothetical. It it doesn't matter. Will, it it would have, but it doesn't matter. I will say, and uh, I don't know if this is, if we're okay on, if you had another topic you wanted to go to, but I, I, I'm always a uh, uh, KG optimist. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 I always took the Martin Luther King Jr. quote broadly that the, the you know, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice, right? I always, I always bought into the concept of, of progress that, that things are getting better. Like it's better to be alive now than it was 300 years ago when I'd be a, a serf in a shtetl in Eastern Europe and it would live till 30 until a Cossack that burned my house down, right? Like it's hey, he would also rape your wife. <laughs> great, great Cossacks. <laughs> Let's bring those back. Let's bring those guys back. But it's like things are always getting better. But the first big hiccup that I ever saw was uh, was Trump. Right, that was totally unprecedented. Like a, like a to go back in reverse. That was that was uh, to me that was unheard of. Like we'd had Republican presidents, like you know, but it was pretty par for the course. Right, George W. Bush wasn't that outlandish as far as as uh, things were going. Right, and but Trump was a big big step backwards. But with with the Afghanistan just to, total debacle and and COVID and the looming election, it's the only time. Like now, I'm actually kind of like I don't actually. I might actually start to believe in American uh, declinism. Uh, I guess we're another empire 
that got uh, got taken out by going into Afghanistan. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, mean I don't, I don't have an, I don't have another solution for Afghanistan other than just keeping indefinite fifteen thousand troops to prop up a, a an artificial government there forever. Right? But you know, you know what the thing about Afghanistan that just kind of, you know. Uh, I, it's not shot in front of because I'm not really happy about this. <laughs> right. But, you know, I remember back in the Gulf War days and when when we brought Western-style democracy to Iraq and they elected them all. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, no, we, we vote, like, in large numbers for subjugation. Thank you very much. And I think in Afghanistan, they didn't learn what we tried to teach them but they definitely learned about how Western democracies work, that the the guys who were in the Afghan army, they saw the writing on the wall. Trump was dealing with, with the Taliban and not with their corrupt government. It's like, well, we know we're not long for the world, so... I'm I'm gonna get mine. I'm looking yeah, out I mean, for mine. And that has and always all, been the case like, in Afghanistan. They deserted and they made deals with the Taliban. Yeah, like, don't don't kill me, don't kill my family, and uh, here's my gun. That's yeah. always been the case in Afghanistan, where it's right. you, you just can buy people off and change sides. Always. Just well, I mean, you, I mean, after you see what they did to the Russians and they've done to everybody. I mean, America thought that they were going to be different, and I never believed that they bought into what we had. They just said, hey, they're here, they're in charge, we'll hang out, we'll get better than what we had. But they also, no matter what, they don't believe in women being educated. A lot of them don't as much as you want. Right. You wanted those things for them. And they don't, I mean, they could give a shit. You, they, you they, they wanted their culture back, they wanted their life back. There were some that probably wanted part of that then you need to leave the country you can't well, stay here what am i uh, well but the the taliban like one of the just scariest quotes i read in the news this week was like someone from the taliban was like hey you know we're 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 gonna need doctors and stuff so we're not we're not letting everybody who wants to leave leave <laughs> there is a one of my um i'm sorry no, no 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 there's one of my favorite movies is uh black hawk down right love mm-hmm. black hawk down great war movie I was a little disappointed because I was expecting more Chicago hockey, but uh, no, one go wants, on. no one wants that. <laughs> this is a non-Canadian podcast. Um, uh, I love Black Hawk Down. I, I think it's a it's a great war movie, and it's it, you know, but there's a point where it's really racist. Where there's a there's a point where Ridley Scott lets like one of the or lets or has one of the Somalis talk, one of the uh, you know one of our adversaries talks. And he goes, "What did you think? Is this going to be any better? This is how we've always been. Basically, basically, the the this this black Somali dude or whoever the actor is from, basically going, look, this is how we do it in this part of the world. Like, and it, and 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 as a Western viewer, as a woke Western viewer, I'm like, that's actually racist. It, it's kind of saying they 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 can't get any better, right? This is the way it's always been. It's the way it's always going to be, right? It's, well, you know, it, black people, they're just not ready to put well, in the work. Well, that." <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ridley Scott was effectively saying. He's effectively saying, you know, that this is how they're, they're it, no one can correct their behavior. Well, and this gets back to just real quick, you know, when I said two reasons, you know, that Trump did the Afghanistan deal. And the second one is that knowing that the Taliban was going to take over, that was going to give us a whole part of the world full of brown people we could direct our hate at and <laughs> use to legitimize our hate for all brown well, people. Yeah, but so 
The I, racism is, you know, it's well, a it's a feature, not the, a bug. The thing is, I watched the movie at some point in my 20s or 30s and went, wait a second, that's racist. You can't, you're making this guy say they're doomed, right? Now I well, watch I mean, the I mean, now Nixon, I watch the rise of of the Taliban the re rise in the Taliban and the, and it's I don't know maybe some people are doomed like this is how it's always been in Afghanistan it's always been tribal warfare and we tried it's it's like that quote from uh, Gandhi where his wife's like you tried to show them a better way and I know this is very paternalistic and very patronizing but it's like. You, God damn it! You just want to go right back to the ninth century? Yeah, like that's what yeah. you're effectively choosing. That's easier, and that's yeah, where all right. our architecture is from. Right. And they don't. <laughs> no, not the ones they blew up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's the way. I mean that's the way they've been. And I mean you're talking thousands, like you said, thousands of years. Thousands. They've never wanted. They've never wanted to. I mean. Well, we, there, we, there well, are some people who do, but the, the majority can't, aren't you, you willing to... can't show to... you pictures of the, the of Afghanistan in the 70s and be like, look how civilized it was. It's like, I, I think that was, and I've done research, that, that was like in Kabul. But if right. you still went to like the provinces... It, it was uh, like Chicago versus the rest of Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. And, That's exactly and, you right. Know, to, to think that every, everyone's always you know looking at America. America's great. America's... Every, no, you haven't really lived here. And we have... a. a just with our pandemic, it shows that we have a lot of spoiled assholes here. <laughs> we have a lot of people. We got. We still got the South as much about. Oh, I want to go down and get some fried chicken, and some barbecue. Yeah, but when you go down, there, you got to talk to that redneck idiot who's down there who believes in all these other things and blaming everybody else for his problems. You got the people now. I didn't know how fucked up South Dakota was until that governor spoke and, and she started telling them, you know, yeah, we're gonna have our Sturges. You know, they're going to come and we're going to do our motorcycles. And then all of a sudden everybody's dying of COVID. And now she's talking about masks now. You know, and the people are just following because they say that someone's taking something. I mean, it's it's amazing how they're sold on and everything. And they've, I really believe that everything starts with you. You need to. Me? Just, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> needs to check. check I, had, I had other plans. <laughs> yeah. It starts with yourself. You know, if you don't do it, I mean, you'll get caught up. In these cult-like situations, and you'll believe that someone, you'll be like, you know, white dudes talking about, oh, man, they're taking my freedom, man. They want me to wear a fucking mask, man. You are so riddled with vaccines as is. Yeah. Take your freedom. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, as as a smoker in Los Angeles, you know, you, you just learn to accept a certain amount of indignity. Like the people who, and people really don't like intelligent smokers. Like, you know, I was at an outdoor place a couple years ago and guy starts doing that (coughs) like in my direction like looking at me and and i'm i'm just like looking at him (coughs) again and third time i'm like dude you really need to get that checked out (laughs) and he was really upset like because he knew i knew what he was doing but he also at that point knew that i don't give a shit and i'm i'm not ignoring you i'm just not letting you bother me but someone like Having a cigarette, walking down Wilshire in K Town as buses are coming right. by, spewing crap. And <coughs> do you have to smoke? Like, no, I choose to. Well, you well, know, and it's like you're you're inhaling bus exhaust right. like on the regular. They didn't like, have a problem wearing a Klan mask, but you got a problem wearing these masks. 
you know, they put the, they put those hoods on with no problem riding around. It's it's yeah. a whole double standard. You know, it's, it won't take any of those vaccines, but but give me the the hydrochloroquine and the bleach and the, <laughs> yeah. the horse dewormer. Yeah, because because uh, I'm smarter the than you. Man, yeah, the orange man told you to do it. Ah. <sighs> And where God. and where is all those family members now? They're all buried. Everybody's just quiet. They're not saying anything. Well, speaking of buried family members, another story that was in the news this week that uh, I, I think now I don't know if I put it in the briefing, but you know it's fairly fresh over the past couple of days. Um, California Parole Board decided to offer parole to Sirhan Sirhan, the guy who I I always thought it it was. Pretty much canon, but learned this week that uh, he allegedly assassinated Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, it's you know you hear some interesting things. Did he things. confess? No, no. He's always he has always maintained that he didn't do it. And I I heard someone explaining this week that there were seven shots heard, and Sirhan Sirhan had a gun that only held five bullets. Really. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm guessing this is uh, on the flat Earth end of the spectrum, rather than the maybe we should look into this. But he did it. He, the the guy, like yeah. I mean, and he uh, I, I, walked look, up I, walked I up behind. Bam, 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 bam. I, I guess thought he he never admitted it. He uh, never, no, he always he always maintained his innocence. Did they did so when they paroled him? Did they did he express remorse or did he just? Um, I I think he's he's still maintaining uh, innocence. Yeah. But first time that uh, the LA prosecutor's office didn't send anyone to the parole right, hearing, right. That's, that's and Gascon, it's still right? it's still under consideration. Yeah, that's guess gone. Still under consideration, and it's it's pardon's got to work its way to the governor's desk. And with the recall happening, who knows? And I do want to use this to segue into the recall. But but first, two questions: Does the parole of Sirhan Sirhan mean that we we don't? have any worthwhile Kennedys left? Like, ah, it's not even, he only, he only shot one Kennedy. Pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. All the good ones are gone. We can, we can let them out. Is, <laughs> is, is that the uh, philosophy behind it? Or is it just like much colder? The remaining Kennedys expendable. Well, no, the, what do you think the, he's going to go after more Kennedys? No, but I mean, if that's what he's been in for, for so long, well, I mean, forget you about know, being I don't Kennedy. know. He I don't. A political I don't. Figure. Right. I don't know what the rate of recidivism is. <laughs> most most. Both, I, yeah, I don't recall a, a political. I mean, aside from the ones that Donald Trump negotiated with the Taliban to get out of prison <laughs> domestically. Uh, I don't of, know any assassins that have. Okay, did your time. <laughs> well, actually, some of the Kennedys are. One of the Kennedys is an anti-vaxxer, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Bobby Jr. Yeah. His de- so he's. Bobby Jr. His a, daddy gets blown away. And I think he was out. the one who was a who was a climate change uh, campaigner, and then he he went over to to anti-vaxer. He was a big big time anti-vaxer. Yeah. So, but then my other question uh, regarding the release of Sirhan Sirhan and Rosie, I mean, I think viable question. Do you really think he would try and kill a Kennedy? But just in case. <laughs> Is it possible at this point to convince Sirhan Sirhan that Larry Elder's last name is actually Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> and not advocating the assassination do, look, of a political figure. Just saying. I, I oppose. I, I've been hung up on by uh, Larry Elder. He's a coward. I've listened to him for years. I thought I had faith, misbegotten faith, that Larry Elder would not become a Trumper. But he just 
because he he used to pride himself on being more of an independent thinker, a libertarian. He was a, he was a libertarian. He was a much more he was much bigger on being a libertarian than he was being a toe the line Republican. Yeah, but he, he the, the problem that that you have with him is and the Candace Owens and all the rest of them is that you're playing the whole black white card, and you're playing it well. You know, black people say this. Larry's going to come in and say this, and all the white people go, "Yeah!" And, you know, he went after Black Lives Matter. Be the, and, the House Negro for yeah. for America. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, when you go and make a tape that's called uh, Uncle Tom, you call it Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, well, why didn't you call it Sambo, you asshole? Because that's who actually was dogging out the damn slaves. But he I'm, used I'm it. guessing it was because he didn't want to like risk any lawsuits from the old pancake house from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, and you know. I had some some black dudes come to me. I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Larry, I said, Larry's a smart man, but I do not believe that. I look. If you want Newsom, get him in a regular election. We have that, elections. This yeah. is a representative democracy. Right. You lose that, an election, you wait till the next election, unless they do well, something. We're wasting so all this money. We're wasting money. Well, it's not million. just a waste of money, but I mean. This is this is basically California gerrymandering, you know, because the way the the recall election is set up is that one of the candidates could win with fewer votes. Oh yeah, with than like Newsom with like ten percent of the vote. And so it's like, you know, why why go through all the trouble no, of, I, of redrawing maps and and passing laws to restrict the vote? Well, we can just have I, a recall. I've, I've learned that. Uh, I used to think it's just a West Coast thing, the whole referendum and, and pro, uh, proposition and uh, ballot initiative. And, and it, California's date from 100 years ago when it was a little over 100 when it was run by the railroads and it was a way to take some power away from them. But my home state does have referendums, my home state of Connecticut. But I do think that it is it is a is a is an affliction of the West Coast and just too much. It's It's so dumb. I, I, you know, call me an elitist. I don't care. It's so dumb to put this, something like this, something like a ballot proposition where you can totally warp people. Um, and, well, and as I always ask, so who, okay, you, you get rid of Newsom. You give me a guy I know nothing about who has, who's going to walk in and ride off of what Newsom has done, right? He's going to, and then what? You're going to go in and just strip away a lot of the stuff. And for who? These people that think so, you're going to turn us into Texas. You're going to turn. That's what you want to do. You want to turn California into Texas and watch or more even people worse into Florida. Yeah, yeah. And, and watch more people die. You know, and, and you're going to tell all the scientists that they're lying. You know, and so we got to sit back. So all the rednecks out there in Orange County and Anaheim and all these other places that you know, you know out there or the Newport Beach because they think you're you're messing with their freedom. We're screwed, man. I'm just this, screwed. I mean, well, this it, also points to one of my old frustrations with Trump voters was that, and it, it, it's my frustration with Trump voters or Meg Whitman voters or uh, anyone. We, you require expertise for your plumbing. You require expertise for uh, your doctor. Well, your, not so much these days. Well, exactly. <laughs> I guess we don't. I guess we don't require expertise for your. Uh, <laughs> we require expertise. If I'm going to go draw up a will, I'm going to go see a lawyer. I'm not going to see Bob on the street who uh, thinks he knows about wills, right? But for our politicians, for executive politics, we're going to hire someone with no political experience, no executive experience, but just because he talks nice. <sighs> it, it, it. It, I hate I hate this aspect of of democracy that people are so gullible 
that mm-hmm. they just think it's that is anyone word, can do that job. That well, is a word that is definitely the word gullible. I've always wanted. I always wanted to get me a book on gullibility and and just you know who who I mean because you have to write on it. You know, there's got to be some. There's probably someone that wrote a book on how gullible American society or American people are and, and what they bought into. I yeah. bet you there's a book on it somewhere. Someone did it. Uh, at least one. But I think for a lot of the people, and I'm, I'm talking about the, the uber progressives, the, the people who think you know Bernie might be a little too conservative, I, I understand, you know, you want to, you want to tear down the system and, and rebuild it in, in your progressive utopian blueprint and, right. and I, you know, admirable goal, but not achievable by those means. You know, if you just look at the last four years and if you, if you strip out the, the whole Republican idea, the one thing that we did learn is that when you tear the system down. And it's it's so frustrating because people see this in Afghanistan, you know, that you create a power vacuum right. and the worst of the worst decides to fill it because they are the ones with the power and the resources to move in quickly. So right. they get there first and bada bing. So tearing down the system is not going to work. You have to preserve the, it's like, you know, you, you're, there are so many fucking flipping shows. It's it's there are like so many examples in popular culture these days that even the ignorant people love right. that it, it's astounding how they cannot see the parallels. But look at all the flipping shows, right? So America, it's not a total teardown. It's <laughs> a rehab. You know, you, you gotta preserve the framing right. and build stronger walls around the framing i don't know there's someone someone may have coined the phrase build back better something like that but but a lot of people you know we're talking about the california recall and eh, whatever it's just california i don't live there well so the the two main things that people who don't live in california should care about are the senate and the supreme court and We've got Diane Feinstein, who is, you know, California Senator, death door. She goes, who do you want to appoint her right. replacement? Do you want a Democrat, Gavin Newsom, who's been doing a great job, flawed, slightly, as as are we all. And, you know, if you're batting a thousand at your job, send, send a postcard because <laughs> I would love to meet you. Or do you want, you know, some... Mary Elder. some conservative hack who's who's you know threatened his girlfriend with a gun i do who pushes for for a a zero minimum wage i i do enjoy now i'm not a conspiracy theorist but i do enjoy that every time especially when it's close whatever side is losing all of a sudden those investigations are going to come out like that that like i wouldn't be surprised if larry elder pulled a gun Right, I wouldn't be surprised if he has domestic abuse in his in his past, just because I wouldn't be surprised if any powerful man has that. It it's it, it's rife with powerful yeah. men, but it is a little conspicuous that it pops up two two weeks before he could become a uh, governor of California. True, but I you know I I do think also it's it's one of those things that for the most part, unless you're you know a rabid talk radio listener, 
you really didn't give a shit about Larry oh, Elder. Yeah. Like it's bad if anyone pulls a gun on their girlfriend, but it, it it's kind of like eh, not not in my universe. Whatever. It's just hey, wow, another another asshole. I would Who'd also. I would also not vote for uh, Larry Elder because I, I can't respect anyone with that haircut. <laughs> it's like, it, it just has... You got a problem with a brother and his haircut, man? <laughs> you know what? Sometimes, yes. Because <laughs> black dudes have so many... You you look good bald. When I go bald, I'll look awful. But like, like he could just keep it short. Just keep it short. He has like a, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to grow until someone throws a scissors so, at so, me. So there's a Jewish man uh, talking about a brother and his afro. Is that what you're saying? That's not an afro. <laughs> that is not an afro. You got a Jewish man. That is a man who forgot what a haircut is. Man, so a Jewish man. is. <laughs> there was a black guy at, 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 my, at my old job at Fox, and he was blatantly wearing a wig. And I wanted to talk to him and be like, you could just go bald and it would look good. You know that, right? Because now it looks ridiculous. Well, there's Roland things, Martin. I uh, Ro, you know Roland Martin. He's like a, a CNN yeah. guy. Uh-huh. That guy is a bald man. That is a bald man who has not come to terms. So instead, he has patchy hair all over TV. Back uh, back in my radio days in Missouri, worked with this one brother, Larry Johnson. Great guy. Worked the overnights. And a bunch of us were carpooling to the to the company Christmas party one year. And so, like, there's four of us in the car, and we go to Larry's house to pick him up, you know, and beep the horn. You know, he sees us in the window. He comes out. He is wearing a purple suit with a purple fedora great, great. that had, like, an orange brim, orange shirt, orange shoes, purple tie. Looked fucking awesome. Right. I mean, looked like a like badass motherfucker. A pimp. And Did no, like a pimp. just maybe a little pimpy. But, straight up pimpy. But straight up awesome. You know, where it's like, I I try and wear that. Like, I'm mm. going to look like, so you're supposed to be Jack Nicholson as I'll, the Joker? I'll, you know, give you, I'll give you one more, and he'll probably sick, if, he, if anyone were to tell me, sick the entire Illuminati on me. <laughs> Quincy Jones is a bald man. Mm-hmm. That is a bald man who hasn't come to terms with being a bald man. But I think that's also an old old man thing with him. I feel and like so. So, so uh, we have a Jewish guy, Chris, uh, yeah. brother, yeah, about his hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, that was that. No. Hey, uh, you know, comb over is a comb over. Doesn't matter yeah. what color. And I'm a son is. of a comb over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am the. Isn't the that son a dusty of a Springfield song? Son of a comb over. <laughs> I will. I will I remember. I remember to tell the brothers. I'm saying, you, man, I'm you know what? Brother. You can't. Yeah, but you know what? They, I will you, die you on You this tell rock. the brothers, and they're probably going to go. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> well, look at Larry's elder, Larry Elder's hair. What is that? Yeah. Now, on the, on the, we do have a friend who has. Uh, he has the the space hair look. He's got. It looks like a short fro, but you see that you can see his scalp. Just and people off. are just saying, "Cut it off." Yeah. Right. So he went and got a haircut, and he says, oh, no, man. He said, man, he just went too low. And it's like, no. Everybody said, no, it's perfect. No, it's like, really, you should just cut it all off. You know, but it looks like a kind of a space afro because <laughs> it's, it's, it's shiny. You can see the inside of his. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. I've so seen it's those. like, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just seeing all the way through in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I just want to say, uh, I, I could be mistaken, but I think Space Afro is playing at the Echo later this <laughs> that month. Sounds like it. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, you, I'm looking forward that to the like show. A, that, that sounds like a Parliament uh, cover band. Oh, totally. <laughs> Tonight we got Space Afro. The mothership has landed. Yeah. Underwater boogie, baby. I remember the first time I saw Parliament uh, was when I was living in Missouri. And we got we got front row tickets. And it was it was an amazing show. You know, we're all up and dancing. And at one point, you know, because it's like I am I am loving this. I'm digging this. Turn around, want to like just bask in the crowd, like really getting into it. And I'm not saying it was a white crowd, but <laughs> th- they were not standing and dancing. <laughs> well, and and at first there there was like a slight bit of guilt, like oh oh god, I'm blocking people's. View. And then I was like, no, fuck that noise. This p funk. We're we're up. We're dancing. Well, you can't I- get on with it. I try think, and watch them around my out of rhythm ass. I think uh, I have seen Parliament because Parliament played my college, and I saw a lot of hip hop acts that way. And, yeah, because Parliament will take the fifty k, right? Oh hell yeah, yeah. They'll take the college eight, gigs pay eighty five k to. I've seen those budgets eighty five k to Parliament, or I saw Naughty by Nature for that reason. I saw a Tribe Called Quest for that reason. De La Soul for that reason. George Clinton turned uh, eighty. He turned eighty. Yeah, I guess that does. He, he's probably done a lot of drugs. That probably does speak good things for yeah. drugs. My sister oh, always bragged. He's, he's know, definitely he done high. a lot of drugs. Yeah, my sister always bragged. You know, I partied with uh, Parliament Funkadelic. I says, you're not getting an award for that. Yeah, I feel like most of the seventies <laughs> partied with. I said, no, not, you're not getting. Quit telling that story. You're not getting any validation. Speak, yeah, speaking people. of which, uh, just heard this morning that apparently I don't know if they're if they had a whole tour booked, but at least one Kiss show has been canceled because uh, Paul Stanley diagnosed with the COVID. What? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Probably a breakthrough case, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, why, why, why I would think it? he would be vaccinated. Paul, I, I, Paul Stanley still the cool one. Gene Simmons, mm. yeah. <laughs> wait, kind of an asshole. <laughs> I never watched. Uh, I never was a Kiss fan. It yeah. Well, that that also I I think you know because because you're younger you know was had had there been young. something as as awesome as Kiss Meets <laughs> the Phantom of the Park on TV when you were in fourth grade. <laughs> Which is about how old you had to be to think it was really, really cool. Gene's got to be close to 82, isn't he? No way. Yeah. Yeah, probably he's probably seven. up he's there. He's probably my he's parents' seven, age. 75? Yeah, he's probably my parents' age. He's, probably, yeah. he's a, like definitely, yeah, upper 70s. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he marry? I never watched that show. He was married to like, like that- uh, Shannon Tweed? Shannon Tweed. Or not married. He would specifically Well, they, for a long time they weren't. I think they actually did get married a, a few years ago. Queen of the 90s. Sorry, yeah. a lot. Soft porn? Oh, yeah, she like, was like in all the Skinamax movies. Oh, wow. Shannon Tweed was like the, the, the queen of Skinamax. And- How do you share that with your daughter? Mom, what kind of work did you do? I was the soft porn queen. Hey, your royalty. <laughs> Still counts. Well, we could we could go off on many tangents from there, including <laughs> my curiosity as to why every actor isn't a movie star but everybody who does porn is a porn star what's that all about but we don't have the time to get into that so i think this is a good time to to call it quits uh there is much more but uh hey it's a beautiful world out there and it's a wonderful day for dodger baseball so uh whether or not you're you're catching a game final words just 
for for everyone in New Orleans and everyone else in the path of Ida, um, happy 16th anniversary of Katrina. Oh, uh, this is not a great way to celebrate, but stay safe uh, for real. Hope uh, hope everything comes out all right for y'all. And uh, to anyone who's in Afghanistan, um, get out, uh, <laughs> please, for for your own safety. Did you hear about the? There's there's kids. There's like uh, there's there's a whole bunch of kids in from El uh, Cajon School District near San Diego. Oh, those jackass! And I don't know why they haven't they even said why they're there. I can't figure it out because to me personally, as a Jew or a secular Jew, uh, I hate missionaries more than just about anything. So like, if they're there because they're spreading Jesus. Like there was the, right when right when nine eleven hit and right before we went in, there was a couple of missionaries that desperately wanted to get out. Right, they desperately wanted to get out, and I really wanted to write to George W. Bush and be like, "Can you wait for the Taliban to kill these missionaries and then launch the invasion?" Because like, if you go to Afghanistan, like even if even if it was a school, I can't believe it was a school trip. Even if a school trip to Afghanistan, what did you think was gonna happen? Why? Why couldn't you just go to Paris like normal people? <laughs> go to well, Costa Rica. Slightly, slightly bougie and white there. Well, yeah, but I mean, I ran those tours. Uh, you can go to Costa Rica if you're going to Afghanistan. You you reap what you sow. Well, I mean, you look at the. You know, I remember when I was a, a kid, um, junior high, seventh grade. There was a class trip, like the overnight trip to Springfield, Illinois, capital of the state, and then in eighth grade class trip to Washington, yeah, D.C. And so, you know, you figure for a school in San Diego, you know, the 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 progression is very natural. Sacramento, <laughs> D.C., SeaWorld, Afghanistan. Duh. Leave them there. <laughs> leave, them, leave them fucking there. No, I think it's, it is uh, natural. And for anyone who, who is trying to actively battle ignorance in the world, yeah, it, I think. I think you have the the correct reaction, you know, and anyone who, oh, well, you're monsters and, and the Taliban is evil. You remember a few years back when there was a there was a missionary that went to one of those like weird South Pacific islands where they the like, had almost no exposure to the Western world. And he's rowing up and I've got a Bible. <laughs> we have spears and no more missionary. Yeah. And we all laughed. So, you know, just because it's a bunch of students in Afghanistan. Same diff. There was there was a same diff. There is a there is a famous case for a bunch of years where like three twenty something year olds went. The Iranians said they were spies. They said they were just going for a hike between Iraq and Iran, and they got picked. You reap what you sow. I, I don't see why our state departments be wasting that energy for for twenty four year old rich yeah. kids who went to Iran. Like yeah. that's you you should have known better. You don't see no brothers out there. Do you don't you don't see any brothers out there. Wait, are you advocating for a nanny state? <laughs> I know. I mean, I came for the exact opposite. If you do something that's specifically stupid like that, if you lick a person with COVID, you get COVID. If you go to Afghanistan, you probably are going to die from the Taliban. That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. uh, or as as uh, we have been uh, noting the, the past few weeks, uh, you, you, you don't go to bed with a price on your head. Don't don't do it. What's this? Is this Parliament? No, this is uh, the theme from Beretta. Oh, Sammy Davis Jr. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Oh, okay. Don't do it. And I, I guess that's 
What we're going to leave on is a little bit of accountability. Maybe <laughs> maybe people need to be accountable for the things they do. And since we didn't get to talk about the January 6th commission, uh, though they will still be in the news in the weeks to come. So we will get to them. We will we will simply go with that uh, with the the lesson from the the January 6th commission uh, accountability. It's our secret word today. And if you hear the secret way, the duck will come down and give you $500. Until then, uh, I want to thank you guys for being here. David Rosie Rosenberg, it is always a pleasure. And uh, it is always an adventure. So thank you. Thank you for joining us and uh, putting the dad stuff on the back burner for at least a morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Should you so desire, where just, can people catch up with you and what you've got going on all uh, on our personal shows, coming days, weeks, and months? Check me out on Instagram at, at RosiePigs. That's easiest, R-O-S-I-E-P-I-G-S. Excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being here. We we look forward to uh, to your triumphant return. Thanks. Awesome, Mister Time and Ship. Always yeah, a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Time and Ship at Wibbly dot com is my website. Time and Ship at Facebook. Time and Ship at Instagram. And Time and Ship at Twitter. You can also. Uh, Get my book, My East St. Louis, which is on Amazon, as well as you can get my CD, Universal Brother, on CD Baby and Spotify. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, No thank- shows this week? Nope, no shows. Hey, you know, take a week off. All good. Yeah, yeah there is a pandemic uh, just raging uh, mm-hmm. in, as an undercurrent, so... Good to see you again, Mm -hmm. and uh, we will see you next week. Me, I am Dr. David Robinson. You can find (laughs) me on the socials, uh, on the Facebook. It is dr.david.robinson. Rarely on the Instagram, but when I am there, I am at the Dr. Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials on Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you. The listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you've got the inclination. And tell everyone you know that you love us and they should love us too. If you didn't like what you heard, well, sorry to hear that. Not sure why you stuck around this long, but make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye.